Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 of Paulo on Purpose. My name is Paulo, I'm the host of this podcast, and I just want to thank you guys all for listening, and I hope you guys are having a great weekend. So, there's a couple stories I want to cover, but I kind of want to start off with this. You know, there are certain moments in time where you just know they're so impactful, so important, that society is never going to be the same again. I mean, think of World War II, the Civil Rights Movement of the 1960s, 9-11, Each of these is like a certain moment that fundamentally changed how society views itself and how we interact with the world. I can make the argument that without these moments, we wouldn't be the society we are today. Not to say that we're perfect by any means, but we are definitely an improvement. And we're slowly, with each one of these events, it's like we're slowly moving towards that ideal society that everyone keeps dreaming about and pushing for. And I think right now we're in one of those moments. I mean, the last year, year and a half has been really rough on the world. I mean, we have COVID just running rampant, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and kind of showing us that our government isn't really capable of handling these kind of situations. And then we also have Black Lives Matter movement showing us that society isn't really where we thought it was. It's kind of forcing us to open our eyes and realize that our friends, some of our neighbors and some of our friends aren't having the same opportunities and same treatment and respect that we as like Americans kind of feel like we deserve. And right now it's feeling like we're in one of those moments that could just change everything for future generations. I mean, for the last month and a half, two months, you know the nation's been dealing with the outcries and the, the re- repercussions of the George Floyd murders and the Breonna Taylor murders, and people are getting sick of it. I mean, I... I'm getting kind of frustrated with the world. I mean, I would hope as as a society, as a human race, we can get past these stupid little discriminations and injustices towards people that don't look or think the same as us. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous and hypocritical that we, as a nation, are like, yeah, everyone's welcome here, a land of opportunity, but now it's feeling like it's a land of opportunity for some. And land, land of opportunity for those that can have the money and have the influence to get the the true advantage of being a capitalist in America and it's getting ridiculous. It's it's kind of frustrating that we've been in this situation for so long and just zero zero actual movement towards equality for everybody. It's kind of like we get mad about these these murders and we move on. We get distracted by something else in the world and then we move on. But people are getting sick of that treatment, and they're not forgetting. They're not moving on anymore, and it's freaking fantastic to see that we're finally rallying behind something. And I've seen, you know, on social media where people are going into George Floyd's background and saying, well, he was a criminal and -and so-and-so. It doesn't matter who they are. No one deserves to be murdered by the people that have a sworn duty to protect us. We put our trust and and our safety in police's hands. Not only our trust, but our kids' trust. Like, these, my younger sister and niece, like, all these guys have to rely on police to protect us. And if they're the very ones that are killing people simply because of their skin tone, then how can I, as a Mexican-American, feel safe when I see a cop? How can I feel that a cop will protect my sister or my brother or my niece or my parents simply because they're a lighter skin tone or because they're a darker skin tone than anyone else? It's it's ridiculous. And it's, it's 2020, and we're still dealing with this kind of shit. Like, it's freaking phenomenal like people need to get their head out of their ass and realize that there's some things that are just not worth arguing about race should not be a thing that we're arguing about in 2020 there are plenty of other shit that needs our attention 
And I'm really happy that the world's just not putting up with it anymore. And we're just really fighting and we're going to do whatever it, it takes to make sure that everyone is treated with respect. And don't get me wrong, there are some things about the movement that I don't agree with. The looting and the rioting, it's crazy. We're, uh, people can't be using this to justify them robbing a Target or a Kohl's or a Gucci store. Like, and, and many times they're also robbing like small businesses. Like, What does that have to do with the injustices they're facing? You're just using the opportunity to be selfish. But also, it's a two-way thing. I mean, the media... I mean, likes to put attention on that stuff and ignore the real message of the movement. And this time, people are doing their best to make sure they do not suppress them. People are really getting their voices out there, and it's it's amazing. It's it's really wonderful to see that we can get behind a movement that should have honestly been dealt with in the '60s. But it's it's impossible to deal with people who are so close-minded they can't see that what they're supporting is fundamentally wrong. But this leads me to the first story of the episode. Um, as you guys know, there's been protests for the Black Lives Matter movement in every major city since the George Floyd murder came to public light. But Portland itself has been dealing with this almost every day. There have been protests every day in the city, and it's a great thing. It's nice to know that they're not letting up despite the other chaos in the world. But, you know, there's concerns about COVID and all that, but that's um, another story for another time. But recently, there's been a spotlight on Portland because there has been increasing tension between the protesters and the city officials. Um, in the last couple of weeks or not, it's been uh, posted on social media that there have been um, federal agents in unmarked vehicles arresting and detaining people without cause, without letting them know why they're being arrested. And people are trying to look for answers. They, they've turned to their officials, but their officials don't really know what's going on with the federal agents. And recently, Trump has uh, kind of talked about the situation going on in Portland, and he said that he is getting tired of civil unrest and the city officials doing nothing to stop the protesting and the level of rioting that's you know sometimes comes with the protests. It's just kind of a hand-in-hand thing now where they can't really separate the two, and it's, it's drawn national attention as it would have if it was anything else. So in order to get a hand on the situation, Trump sent federal agents into the city to squash the protests, as I said before, but now people are getting frustrated and it's creating even more tension that was already there. People are, are arguing and they're angry that the government should not have the ability to detain people randomly without letting them know what's going on and who they are and why they're being detained. It's a huge infraction on civil rights. I mean, they're doing their constitutional right to gather and to protest. They're not causing any violence, and yet they're being detained and arrested and har harassed and beaten simply by expressing their opinions on the things that are going on in the world. And that's our job. Like we built, We're built on the idea that you can say what you want without fear of repercussion, but that's clearly not true anymore. And it's even reached a point where the Attorney General of Oregon filed a lawsuit against the federal agents for their abuse of power and it was shut down like the federal government shut down a lawsuit against federal agents for the abuse of power think of how ironic that is the very guys who are meant to protect us and make sure our civil rights aren't being trampled on are protecting the very guys who are trampling on our civil rights like is is no one understanding the reality of the world right now like we're, there's nothing being done ever like we can never get anything done if the very government is at the same time protecting and suppressing us it's freaking ridiculous and people don't realize that we are so close to a freaking civil war of some type people are getting frustrated with the way they're being treated and the violence is not helping violence on both sides is only escalating itself violence begets violence like 
we need to understand that if we don't handle this peacefully, there is only one way this leads. It will only lead to violence, and we cannot allow it to go there. I know things are really fucking hard right now, but if we don't get it together, we risk losing the very foundation of our society. We lose that respect and love for us as human beings. And if that goes out the window, it's going to be complete, utter anarchy. It's going to be a freaking war zone in every major city. And millions and millions of innocent people are going to be forced to choose a side. And it's going to be, obviously this is like a freaking nuclear situation, but this is what in my head is what it's leading to. People are so tense and so ready to just do anything to get solutions to the people that need it the most. And it's really depressing and heartbreaking that we're in a point where we cannot set aside our differences to realize this is a common goal that we all should have. We all should be working for everyone to be treated the same, regardless of their skin tone or appearance. And it's it's infuriating that we cannot get our heads out of our asses long enough to understand that we are in a pivotal moment in society. This moment will determine whether we will be closer to that utopia where everyone is happy or closer to a brink of self-destruction and it's it's phenomenal that no one is understanding that this is the time to act now is the time to act because society is at a tipping point and if we don't solve this now i don't know where we're going and i'm really scared to see what that society looks like So in keeping with the theme of this episode, I was looking for articles that kind of sparked my interest in terms of like rights and groups and such and so forth. And I came across this really interesting article where uh, two Christopher Columbus statues were being torn down in Chicago's Grant and Argeo parks on Friday. And let me just give you guys this breakdown. I think it's like a really overlooked thing in society right now that we need to like address. So growing up, we all know the story that we were told that Christopher Columbus came, discovered the new world, and you know set the foundations for us now. But we're not told the realities of that interaction that he had with Native Americans and Spaniards. When when people started coming over, they interacted with the Native populations only until it was no longer beneficial to them. Once they learned their trading habits and their techniques to grow crops. They were seen as useless and not really essential to them surviving anymore. So they began began to use them as kind of like a stepping stool to develop, to exploring the West. And, you know, slowly over time as this relationship evolved, it became the same as every other relationship did back then. Inferiority complex. The Caucasians and the Europeans viewed the Native Americans as inferior. So they began to you know, abuse them and push them out of their sacred lands. And that battle has been going on since the moment we touched ground. And our history is bloody. I mean, there's countless wars and battles fought between those two. And, you know, like it's known, victors write history. And they write history in a way that put Native Americans in a bad light and did not give them the chance to show their side of the story and the damages that they felt at the hands of the settlers. And now we have a holiday for a guy who, in all honesty, may not deserve the high praise that he is getting. I mean, many Native Americans view him as a villain, as a abuser of their people. And honestly, when you see it from their point of view, it's not that hard to make that leap. I mean, if you were forced from your homelands and beaten and killed simply because you refused to abandon your sacred grounds, you would grow hatred and, and anger towards them. 
But thankfully now we're in the space where they're able to fight for their rights and the stuff that they weren't granted before. And this kind of ties in with the whole Black Lives Matters movement. But um, there were protests in those two parks and there were uh, tension rising over the fact that Christopher Columbus statue is like a representation of Native Americans being oppressed in this country. And like I said, now is the time where people are just kind of getting quote unquote woke and fighting for those groups that didn't really fight for themselves or don't really have the power to fight for themselves. So they really had a problem with this statue being such a prominent figure in the park. And honestly, you know, like I said before, it makes sense. We don't really want to glorify a person who is known as a vicious man towards people who didn't understand what was going on. And I'm honestly, in my personal opinion, I'm in full support of giving the actual history of what happened between those two groups. And and honestly, I'm really glad that now is the time where they're getting the recognition and the support that they deserve i mean they've been fighting for their rights since decades and now because of the black light movement i think they have the national support now and they have the ability to bring their problems to the mainstream media and people are starting to pay attention and i'm really glad that they're pressuring city officials into doing these changes that have been needed for so long I mean, there's so many moments where Native Americans are just disrespected in culture and media that it's, it's phenomenal that it's taken until now, until the Black Lives Matters movement to really gain traction, for them to get the same respect and treatment as others. It's phenomenal. I mean, look at the Redskins football team. That, that team has been known as having a derogatory name and image since it was first created. And it wasn't until now where they decided to get rid of it. Like, it shouldn't have taken them this long for them to acknowledge that it's a mistake to have that name. And hopefully that leads to a name that shows them respect and, you know, highlights the, the proud and amazing culture that they have. And I'm just really excited to see what they come up with. And I know that taking down a couple statues and changing a name of a sports team doesn't seem like much, but it's a big victory. It's a victory towards equality. And it's, it's a demonstration that we're able to now highlight groups that really need help and the support of people and we need to realize that we have that power to change things like if people just stand up and get motivated enough to do change we can enact change we can pressure politicians to do the things that we deem as right because at the end of the day they serve us we are their constituents we vote them out we vote them in we keep them in office so we need to get people that have the same views as society And those will be the ones that create positive change. Those are the people that have the power to create laws that protect those who cannot defend themselves. So at the end of the day, we need to realize that we're all human beings and we all have to look out for each other. And before I end this episode, I want to let you guys know that I made an Instagram and a Twitter for the podcast. Um, I'll be posting updates on new episodes, upcoming topics, and putting polls for maybe to see what you guys are interested in me talking about. Um, eventually I have the idea of starting a uh, bonus episode of sorts where I talk to my friends about other stuff like life and you know relationships and all that other stuff but on my social medias I'll be doing that and I'll be keeping in contact with you guys but I wanted to say thanks again for the support it really means a lot to me and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Palo on Purpose (laughs)